everybody. I'm Casey Forbes. And I'm Sarah Cuvia. And welcome to Let the Good Crimes Roll. This is Cousin Ketchup, but we're going to be doing something a little different because like I said, we're just testing it all out, seeing mm-hmm. what we need. So we are merging Cousin Ketchup with basically Let the Good Lines Roll, but it's more like, hey girl, did you hear about this story? <laughs> yeah. Because that's literally the phone call I got from Cousin Amber last week was, did you hear that some woman got dismembered in New Orleans? <laughs> and so of course I had to look it up. And it's a true legit story. So Sarah, you tell me a little bit about what's going on with you while I dive and see if I can find this thing. You want me to tell you about the update from a... Yes. Okay. So let's start with the update. We'll tell everyone what we talked about last week and the update that we got for it. Okay. So I told you guys last week about the old man in Holden who got attacked and his car was, was stolen and everything in the safe was taken out. John Bailey whistles as he's taken into custody by the Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office with his accomplice, Roman Lawrence, following shortly after. The two men were booked Friday afternoon for beating up and robbing 87-year-old Lloyd Hutchinson at gunpoint on Monday. We definitely didn't think it would be people from Baton Rouge and Denham. We thought it would be somebody that lived really close to him. Lloyd's grandson, Wyatt, says his family doesn't know who his grandfather's attackers are. But somehow his attackers knew Lloyd had money in his home. There's been some developments there. Two men were arrested in that robbery. 49-year-old John Bailey and 39-year-old Roman Laurent of Denham Springs. And it's um, just as we anticipated. Did we not think there was a bunch of methods? Yeah, I mean, I know, just... Right? Is that, they don't arrest you with your teeth. You know, it yeah. just doesn't happen that way. Well, Bailey is facing armed robbery, attempted first degree murder, and felon possession of a firearm. And then Laurent is charged with accessory after the fact to armed robbery. So those are the recent developments. I don't know if any of you had any doing with that, but I like to think y'all did. So good job. <laughs> I know. And I did see that there was a GoFundMe that was set up by, is it Mr. Was it Sonny? Mr. Sonny? Yeah, his name is Sonny. Mr. Sonny's grandson. Um, who I meant to kind of reach out to on Facebook and just mm-hmm. let him know, you know, what we're all thinking about him here. Yeah, there but was a I reward. There was a reward. Um, I think it was like up to $20,000 last time I checked. Gotcha. That was like last week for any uh, information that led to arrests. So there have been some arrests. So hopefully Justice it all, will be yeah, it'll all work out. And hopefully they go to jail and um, the story of them beating up an 87-year-old yeah, man golly. spreads like wildflower. And um, those LP prisoners that are in there for drug charges are like, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, exactly. Hello, boo-boo. So the one I was talking about, it happened in New Orleans, and there's not a lot of information that's out there right now. But from what I know is, I've got this from WGNO out of New Orleans. A guy by the name of Benjamin Beal, better known within the New Orleans abstract art scene and burner community as Kelly Kirkpatrick, they found the torso and head of his girlfriend in his freezer. Oh. Have you heard about this? You know, I thought it sounded familiar whenever you were telling me about it, but I don't think I have. It started because so the victim's name is Julia Dardar. Her estranged ex-husband reported her as missing. This is, quote, this is what he had put out there. It says, my estranged wife is missing from New Orleans. This was back, I believe it was in November. He said, I live in Slidell with our two teenage daughters. Her name is Julia Dardar. She's 36 years old. She was last seen with a man named Benjamin Beal. Long story short, they conducted a search warrant 
on the house and they discovered the deceased remains. He, she had been strangled and beaten and he used an axe, I believe, to chop her up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How long ago did it happen? Like, did it, could they tell how they long just, she had They been... just found her, I believe. Let me see when they But found could her. they tell how long she had been dead? She, the, she was last seen in November, so I don't believe so, but they could tell how she died. He murdered her. Ugh. Like, obviously, but. Yeah, I mean, goodness gracious. Oh, Lord. Lord. And what's even crazier is in the news story, they show a picture. They live in the Ninth Ward. They show a picture of their house and like it's this big artsy thing. Like he's got this big bus out there that's like decorated and it's it's painted and it's really cute. It's just but if you see him, he's a little scary to look what's, at. What's a what's a burner? A burner scene. I had seen that. Hold on. Should I'm I like, Google it? Let's see what a burner what the burner scene. Is it like a flim flam artist? Do you remember? Mm, no, it's not a flim flam artist. No, let's see. let's look up burner. What is a burner? Where's my look? I rearranged to try and organize my phone, and now I can't find anything. Let's what does see. it mean to be a? It's a what's EDM? Oh, okay. Hold on. It's a common phrase in the EDM community, a self-identifying term used by vast majority of Burning Man festival attendees. I mean, I've heard of it. I don't exactly know what it is. Do they run? Uh, it's a festival together on a beach. Oh, okay. Burning Man all began 30 years ago. A group of friends came together on a beach around San Francisco to set a wooden man on fire. Following year, they built an even bigger effigy and did it again. I'm glad it's like a wooden man and not a real man because then he'd be one of our episodes. I know. know? Okay. So it's just, it's a thing that just kept growing. So that's what's going on down there as it, uh, I mean, people.com is reporting on this. All sorts of outlets are reporting on this. It's pretty crazy. This is a picture of Julia. And then this is a picture... Of Benjamin Beale. Oh. Yeah. I just wanted your... If you don't know what he looks like, I say go ahead and look him up. He's a little scary. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to come across him for sure. Okay, so here's some more. The body was found after New Orleans police executed a search warrant at Beale's Ninth Ward neighborhood. Julia was reported missing two weeks earlier, and it was known to family and friends that she was staying with Bill, and she has two teenage daughters. Micah Dardar, her estranged husband, said that police allegedly told him Bill claimed to have not seen Julia since December 12th. Micah told the station the mother of his daughter's is suffering from addiction and mental health issues and needs help. In addition to murder, Bill is charged with obstruction of justice in a death investigation, illegally carrying a weapon while in possession of a controlled dangerous substance, creating or operating a clandestine drug lab. Is it clandestine? Yeah. Why don't, why does my, like, I don't know how to pronounce anything. <laughs> possession with intent to distribute Mary Jane and distri- distribution of meth. <laughs> Yeah, he looked like he had something to do with meth. Okay, all right, here we go. Bill and his alleged victim were members of the burner community comprised of individuals who make the annual trek to Nevada for the Burning Man Festival. I guess you would call yourself a burner. That's, I mean, you like run for... Do they just take a bunch of meth and go run? I don't know. Because, like, I've smoked weed in in my youth. You ain't running nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, you ain't running nowhere. We'll just ask one of... Does your mom listen to this podcast? I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. Um, we can cut that out if we need to. <laughs> it's okay. I don't, I, you know, this is a test to see if she listens to <laughs> there it. There you go. My mom does. Of course, I do have to remind her that we have new episodes out. Cause she's like, oh, I need to catch up. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. Aunt Nip. But you don't and Uncle Dean, are, y'all are retired. Y'all should be <laughs> eating some brownies at least once a day. <laughs> Just to relax your bones. <laughs> so is there any other news we need to update? Is there anything going on with Java Mama? I've got some, ex- well, I think it's exciting. But so baby Cade, 
my four-month-old baby. He got an evaluation for early steps and there were like five criteria. He meets it because he's got Down syndrome, but Mm -hmm. there were five criteria. And of the five, there's only two that he needs to work on. But his communication skills are where he needs to be. His motor skills are where they need to be. We just have to work on, he's got low muscle tone, which Mm -hmm. is very common. So we'll work on that. Within six months, they want him sitting up. And then they tried to, like, they put a light in his eye and they were like, follow the light, you know? And of course he didn't follow it. Well, yeah. But he will follow me. Like, he'll track me. Yeah. um, I mean, would you want to follow a bright light? No. I know. He was, he did that side eye. Bitch, please get this light out my eyes. Well, I'm so proud of him. I know. I'm so excited. He is. He's now at like 11 pounds. I'm so proud of him. He is a little chunky monkey. He is. And you know, something I did not do that I've been meaning to do is to give a shout out to the NICU nurses who I stay in touch with to this day. I Facebook message them, but Morgan, Maddie, Kim, Karen, Kelsey. How can I forget Kelsey? (laughs) They are just amazing. These women that are just incredible. I would have died had they not been in there. And I consider all of them lifelong friends. Morgan, I need to text you because you texted me and I meant to text you back and I got distracted. (laughs) But yeah, they're all awesome. And I just, you know. That's wonderful. I mean, you don't want to end up in the NICU, but when you do, it's wonderful to have people like that that have your back, you know, it can lift your spirits. If I knew, say, Morgan was there or Kelsey was there or or, or Maddie was there, you know, I would would maybe give myself permission to take a break from going up there not for the day but like maybe go up a little bit later or sleep in because you knew he was in good hands I knew he was fine and Mm -hmm. I'd come up there and there'd be Kelsey just loving and holding on him or Morgan sitting there and she's feeding him and loving on him so I couldn't have asked for better they're at Woman's Hospital that's just a shout out to my girlies but yeah anything else going on in your world we're just well Olivia and I have been watching Encanto like (gasps) nonstop. (laughs) We don't talk about Bruno. Oh no, no, no. Oh my like, God. I want to not sing it, but you can't. It's so help it. good. It's so, like the whole soundtrack. Now, so I don't know if you know this, but like uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, yep. so he's the creator of Hamilton, which Olivia was obsessed with. Uh-huh. He wrote and composed all the music for Encanto. Well, has she watched Vivo on um, Canon? She, okay, so she was telling me something about Vivo, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but she went Cannon's on this whole. obsessed with it. She went on this whole tangent about it, and I was like, like, well, I guess that's what I'm watching next. Well, but, yeah. and the music is so good. And Vivo's a really good movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a cartoon. The music is fantastic. Um, He plays the part of Vivo, the monkey. Yeah. And the story's really good. So, yes. Uh, that's how I learned about But the man, everything the man puts out is gold. It really because is. Because Moana. Oh, Moana. Yeah. That was I a mean, sleeper hit. Like, I remember going to the theater for Moana mm-hmm. and not thinking, like, oh, it was, like, my second choice movie. Because right. I didn't think it was going to be right. that great. Let's just and go I, see a cartoon Yeah. So I went to we went with Maddie and mom and, and Liv and uh I remember turning to Maddie like a quarter of the way through and I'm like, This is a really good movie. And the music it is was just amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we've been watching that on repeat, which is funny because Livy hasn't really been obsessed with a Disney movie in mm. quite some time. It's so, so it's so good. Oh you know. It's just sweet. Wait till so, you see Vivo. It's good but too. But she's she has her phone, so she'll send me like these fan theories and articles she's reading about mm-hmm. like Encanto and all this kind of stuff. And it's it's really funny to yeah. see her so excited about a Disney movie. What's well, funny too, I have coworkers at work who um who don't have young children and they were talking about how they watched it and they just really enjoyed the music. Yeah, so cute. It's good. So if you haven't yeah. seen Encanto and if you like Encanto, yeah. watch Vivo. Yeah. yeah that's really that's good. gonna be next on our watch list. So. Yeah. 
And or at least mine. Currently, my husband is sitting in the living room watching True Grit because <laughs> there's no Yellowstone. And 1883 yeah. doesn't come back till uh, Sunday. So he's all depressed. He needs some country in his life. Have you seen those memes where like they, it, it's like when you first start watching Yellowstone and then they're dressed like normal yes. people. And then yes. like at the end there, that is my husband. Well, he's been wearing me. his boots. That is me. It's so I, funny. It's so funny because like I just started watching it this season. Mm-hmm. And I had to like, when, I guess I was sick or something. I had to binge like the whole season, like oh, the, all the previous season, seasons. And it was so good. And I think like for Christmas, I bought my father-in-law and my dad like these, uh, these shackets, the shirt jackets that look like <laughs> something John Dutton would wear, you know? Yeah. Because they like it too. So. And can we just discuss, like, I know we've talked about Rip needing red hair, but like there's a reason why women are going gaga over Rip. It's because he's just, you know, us women, of course we want a man who is in touch with his feminine side, but like most of us women, especially those of us in the South, we like manly men like mm-hmm. that. And I don't mean that in against someone who's not manly we like guys who can hunt and fish even though when they leave for too long we kind of get aggravated yeah but i like to know that my freezer is stocked with with like food yeah you know, and if somebody breaks in they, i don't have to protect they, them yeah, yeah. They, they've caught it or they've killed it or whatever like it, yeah. we're taken care of yeah, yeah that's my kind of guy that they're not yeah someone breaks but in and they're say, not throwing me in front of them yeah exactly I do enjoy some Kevin Costner, though. I will say. I know there's something about him that's so sexy. I, can't, I don't know what it is. I know. But yeah, anyway. Because he's kind of like our dad. You know, we watched him. And, <laughs> I know, no, not sexy, but I mean, like, we no. watched him. We watched, but that's what I'm saying. He's the same age as our dad. Oh, and, like, I guess when you say it like that. We've okay. watched, we've known him since we were like small little girls yeah. because we watched him in Dances with Wolves. Oh, not, man, I did not just that. say my dad. <laughs> I did not just say my dad was sexy. No. Sorry, Dad. I don't Dad, you're very handsome, but You're no Kevin Costner. I mean, I wouldn't tell him that to his face, but maybe on the podcast. Look, now they're gonna back out doing an episode with us. I know we have finally got him to agree to it. I know. My dad said he's like, Who are we doing it on? I said Derek Dodley. Look, my dad has he had uh, that documentary about Derek Toddley recorded. He's had it recorded for a year. And Which I keep, one? I don't remember. It's just something he keeps telling me that he and he recorded it. That's how he shows his support. Oh. It's not that he's going to listen or, or do anything like that. But he saw this and thought enough that I'm going to record it for Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. something I might be interested in. So I'm going to have to sit and watch it with him. Yeah, because to we, get him to do it with we're us. We're going to record it with them. Yeah. I, we just got to pick a date yeah. to, to go to the Envision Studios. I was thinking them. Father's Day, but it's That's far, so away. far away. I don't want to wait that long. And you know, these guys are just sitting on, on go. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not like my mom. Like the moment I hit record, she's like, oh. <laughs> And then the moment no. I hit stop, she's like, my goodness, and asking a thousand questions. <laughs> so well, funny. why did they do that? I just don't understand. That's just crazy. Because <laughs> she said she wants to do it again. Yeah. But- we'll have to give Terry like a mimosa or something before. Oh, we will. Yeah. I mean, when you haven't done it, it is, it it's is nerve wracking. It is a little nerve wracking. But you, you know, done you it. just hit record and just start talking. That's all you got to do. <laughs> So yeah, but that's our cousin yeah. catch up. Not nothing too crazy. Yeah, we've been watching. I watched The Witcher. Oh, um, that's so good. That's like one of my favorites. I love Henry really? Cavill. You're not lost 
in I'm like I have wait, to Wikipedia. Wait, which which season are you? I'm in? on season two. Okay. Because I watched season one and I was just I was like, I really want to like this, but I okay. I'm lost. So, so I had to Wikipedia Okay, so what was Netflix, going on. Netflix does have a whole separate little it's like a little episode. The showrunner is explaining each episode and what happens and why that. things are important. It's on Netflix. You can look it up. But they do it for each season. And so they do a little synopsis is like a few minutes of each episode and they tell you what's happening. So if you're yeah. lost, go and because the first the first season was a little confusing mm-hmm. and they time they jumping time and they don't really explain how they jump time at all. Like like I said, I had to Wikipedia it and yeah. I'm reading it and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. well that makes more sense. So yeah. Netflix, and, can we put a little subtitle? Yeah, because my brother Dean, who you all may remember from a previous episode, mm-hmm. he read the books, so. Uh-huh. Every time I would have a question, I would just ask him. And for the most part, he knew what was going to happen because they were in the books. There were some instances where he was like, that wasn't there. But yeah, he was yeah. there to clarify things for me. You can tell the budget's way more this season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hen- Henry Cavill kept everybody like hanging on. I love him. Because he is so gorgeous. He is so pretty. There's a meme out there that says no one's attractive when they're drunk. And there's a picture of Henry Cavill clearly drunk and looking sexy as all get out. It's like, oh. He's like a giant nerd. Did you know that? That makes him even hotter. No, he is a giant. Like, he builds computers for gaming and stuff. Like, because he also plays Superman in the Superman movies. Oh, girl, you tell me twice. And there's this story that he almost missed the call that he got the part for Superman because he was playing, like, World of Warcraft. Oh, my God. <laughs> he is so but handsome. I know, but it just made because he's not like the stereotypical like tough guy. I was like, that made me love him so much God. more. Is he single, Sarah? Can we? Well, he's not you? married. I will say that he's not married, but he is dating someone. I keep tabs. I'm just saying. Well, it's Hollywood. It won't last. They'll break up. <laughs> no. Listen up, Henry Cavill. We got someone to introduce you to. I know you listen to the podcast, so. <laughs> I know you're if a fan. If anybody knows anybody and has connections, you can hook a girl or up. Or if you have like a brother who's single that looks that like looks Henry like Cavill. Him, I mean, I'm fine with that and too. And has an awesome personality. <laughs> Look, we got to hook up right here. This beautiful, sexy podcaster. Okay, well, we're about to dive into the story. Yeah. So hang tight. And next we will be with Let the Good Crimes Roll. 